In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. This podcast is dedicated to that type of precision. I'm not sure what we'll talk about each day in this podcast, but you can rest assured that as our thoughts and questions continue, we will search the scriptures in order to know the truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Have you ever gone out into the public square, the marketplace, the mall, and just begin to talk to people? Have you ever seen a large group of people assembled and they weren't necessarily talking to each other, but in small pockets together in the same location they were talking? Maybe at a restaurant, you see a lot of people at different tables and they're all in the same place, but they are sitting amongst themselves and having their own conversation. Yes, they're in public, but they're not sitting at your table. Now, how rude would it be if someone six tables away walked by to go to the restroom and then noticed you were holding something at your table and then just sat down and began to talk to you about what you had and interject their opinion about what you were doing with it? Well, that's happened to me a lot, especially in my travels as if I were at a cafe or at a fast food restaurant, people would just pop in and sit down and interrupt a conversation. I've even had someone accost me and actually nearly get physical with me because I was teaching another man the Bible at a Starbucks because he believed it was stupid and sad that I would teach someone to be so ignorant. But enough about that. Let's translate that reality into social media. And here's what I want to talk about today. First, I want to talk to those who claim to be theologians, pastors, evangelists, apologists, etc., and they use Facebook or other type of social media as their platform or their pulpit. There is something grossly wrong with the attitudes that we're seeing on this medium. Now, you so-called pastors and ministers, some of you are disqualified by how you speak. The scripture says that a pastor and those who teach should be known well of and thought well of in the public eye, not because they're pandering to the public opinion, but because of how they interact socially. So many people that I see today are nothing but a pompous, and they really need to be quiet. Their mouths need to be silenced, and they need to delete their social media accounts for several reasons. They live in the world of mass assumption on both sides of the coin. There are people who hear what you have to say, and for some strange reason, they believe that you are the one standing there, and with every waking breath of your life, you are including them in your thoughts and actions. So that's one side of the assumption. The other side of the assumption, and more to the point today, and this podcast is going to be a little longer than normal, the other side of the assumption is those people who think that they know the heart of every person, and they prowl around the internet with their pet theology, even if it's right, it's their mantra, and they look for everybody else who says anything else about the Bible, and they interject their opinionated points into every public thing that's going on. They hijack conversations, they hijack sermons, they hijack counseling, and they do this because they assume that everybody but them is some kind of devil in some kind of error. We also have these people on the internet who are what I call the arbiters of truth. They are the only ones with the truth, and they want to come around and defend the faith of Jesus Christ. Well, here's a newsflash for you, brothers, sisters. Jesus doesn't need us to defend him. The Bible is not in need of defense. The Bible in itself is enough. It will not fail. God has not established his posse of, or his entourage of holy knights to defend him. He does not need it. 
And when we see this type of action, what we actually have is we have the work of the devil being done because we have an accuser of the brethren. Oh, of course, now they might say, well, this guy's not a real brother, which may very well be the truth. People who don't believe the gospel of grace are not born again. But when we go around accusing people who profess Christ without any other dialogue, and we do so publicly, we're not teachers. We're not people who are concerned about their spiritual health. No, we're just the sifter of the heretic. We're the slanderer, the liar, and we're rebellious when we do these things. It is all of the flesh. It is not of the Spirit of God. It is not of the Word of God. Get it out of your mind. If you think being rude to people on social media, belittling them, or being sarcastic and blasphemous towards someone else is right. You are foolish. You cannot slander people. You cannot lie about people. And you cannot be rebellious to the Holy Spirit and say, I'm doing this because God has called me. God does not call you to be a pompous. God does not call you to accuse people. God does not call anyone to do that. God is the one who judges all men. And his word is highly sufficient to do so. So why don't you do what you're supposed to do like a three-year-old child and obey your father and teach his word and let him be the one who does what is necessary. The problem comes when these types of people assume the heart of another person or worse, sort of become the witness of wickedness, not the witness of truth. They get involved in some sense with somebody else's theology, not so that they can teach them, Because if they wanted to teach them, they would do it privately. They would say, hey, brother, can we have a conversation? I'd like to know. But they don't want to teach. They want to correct. They want to be spiritual police. They want to be the people that everybody looks at and goes, wow, that's a smart guy. Well, listen, if you're thinking, wow, that's a smart guy because of the way he treats people and it's wrong, you're not a very smart guy. You're a very dumb guy. Now, some people would say, well, James, this attitude on this podcast is just the same as what you're talking against, what you're preaching against. I'm talking in general. I'm not speaking about any particular person. I'm not doing this on someone else's social media platform. But I'm telling you, as I would tell anyone else in my fellowship, any person in my household, when this type of stuff takes place on social media, they deserve to be brought under public church discipline. People, we should keep to ourselves and mind our own business. We should interact in a desire to teach and help others understand the gospel of grace. We should know that our primary role as Christians is to get involved in the assembly of our local church and do what God has called us to do. And this is not it. This is not your ministry. Facebook is not your ministry. Twitter is not your ministry. And the internet is not your ministry. If your ministry is not investing in the lives of real people, even though you may use these tools to do so, if it's not involved in the lives of real people, you have no ministry, and you certainly are not called of God. Get involved in your local church. Be brought under public discipline for your own good so your local church can see that you are fruitful in ministry. Do you want to teach? Then you must teach as God has commanded you. You are not Jesus, and you are neither Paul nor Peter. You are nothing, just like me. We are no names, no fames, and for the sake of God in heaven, we are not needed in this fight. We are not needed in this battle, in this way. We must be patient and kind to all people. We must have the heart of a teacher and be willing to learn from others. Someone told me just recently when I was answering their question, they said, why would I need to ask you that? I don't need to learn from you. Well, no, but we need to learn from God. And if I'm teaching the Word of God, you'd be well to listen. As a matter of fact, if a cat meows at the Word of God, we better submit to what that cat says. In reality, we don't really know anything 
God can take the dumbest man in the sack and give him insight into the most divine thing found in Holy Writ. Get to work proclaiming and be honest. Lying is the biggest problem of it all. We talk, interact, and most of the time it is from a satanic assumption from our flesh. Beloved, I pray you hear me. I want to teach the scripture to you, and I also want to learn from you. But when we have these types of interchanges, there is nothing good and there is nothing godly about it. These things have really iced the cake of division. And quite honestly, I don't care for a slice.